Gentlemen, boys, girls, Beatles, Stones, Spuds and Spudettes. You're now listening to the second series of The Art of the Matter. Can you believe that this day has finally arrived? We've made it, friends, to the other side, the great beyond, the hallowed realm of recommissioned broadcasting. But before we hang out too much bunting, hold your horses. Because all is not well in radio land. The credit crunch has hit. And our noble, gentle programme, always inquiring, mostly inspiring, is under threat. Our first series brought a barrage of outraged complaints and comments. The Homerton blackguards placed a fatwa on my head, demanding I go into hiding. The Cambridge Garza Solidarity Group have been on my back, claiming that our protest song, I Predict a Sit-In, mocked a serious political cause. Puh. Bunch of faggy layabouts. But, most seriously of all. Our ratings have suffered terribly. Only 12 people tuned in to hear the last episode in the first series. And while this still doubles the record of any other student radio production, it's not good enough. In response to these controversies, CUR 1350, our parent station, is threatening us with cancellation. Unless we turn it round and haul in higher numbers, we'll be taken off the air. The art of the matter is a creature on the brink of extinction, huddling in the cold, under attack from all sides. Friends, we need to group together and adapt. Our normal brand of argumentative, confrontational, nonsensical radio no longer cuts the mustard. Together we need to find something else, something better, something more commercially relevant that the Cambridge student body as a whole can relate to. Which is why, and I regret having to do this, I must now introduce the first evolution of the Art of the Matter brand name, the Cambridge Chart Show. See you Hey gang, whoa, yeah, and welcome to the CUR 1350 Sonnet Chart Show with Art, I and the Matter. What up, bruv? If you've never heard the show before, each week we get together and play out the top five sonnets of the week, straight to your radio or computer, and I think we're in for a barnstorming edition. How are you doing today, Matter? It is well good, you know, it is well good. Sun shining, weather is sweet, makes me want to move my sonneting feet. <laughs> oh, very good, very good, Matter. Thank you, Art. Thank you. If you want to text in and speak to us, then please do, because otherwise we'd have nothing to say. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I know what you were saying. But do you know what I'm saying? I know what you were but saying. Do you know what I'm saying? No, don't start that again. Don't start that. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, seriously, though. Email in. Otherwise, we're fucked. This week's email subject is, what are you wearing? Can you explain it, Matter? Yeah, well, basically, the subject is, right, what, what we want to know is what you is wearing. We want to know. We want to know what you is wearing. Exactly. So, maybe, for example, um, now, let's see, uh, maybe you're, well, well, what could one of our listeners be wearing? Well, it could be anything. It could be, like, some bling, some awesome Nike trainers, some trousers, maybe. It's completely up to you what you says. Maybe some sort of jumper. Exactly, man. Exactly. So, please, email in and tell us what you're wearing. I think it's time for us to play our first sonnet. So, coming in at number five. Number five! Chart, it's Elizabeth Barrett Browning's How Do I Love Thee. Take it away! How do I love thee? 
by Elizabeth Barrett Browning. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight for the ends of being and ideal grace. I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need by sun and candlelight. I love thee freely as men strive for right. I love thee purely as they turn from praise. I love thee with the passion put to use in my old griefs and with my childhood's faith. I love thee with a love I seemed to lose with my lost saints. I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life and if God choose, I shall but love thee better after death. You're still listening to the Cambridge Sonic Chart Show with Art, I and the Matter. What up, bruvs? There's lots of great programmes coming up this week on CUR 1350. First of all, there's... Uh, um, yes, and then of course... Well, maybe you can find something good for yourself. Those of you who are unable to remember anything for more than 25 seconds will need reminding that this week our email subject is What are you wearing? Have we had any responses, Matta? Oh yeah, responses have been quite literally trickling in from all over the university. Constantinople from Queens has written in I'm wearing a shirt and some boxer shorts. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. And here's another one from Horace R. Robinson. He says, I'm just starting to put on a belt. That is all my days. These are classic, absolutely classic. Do we have any more? Or actually, yeah, there is one more. This comes from Hermes in Peterhouse. And he says, I'm wearing a t-shirt which says, To er is human, to R is pirate. That's not very funny, is it? No, no, it's not R. I have no idea why I read that one out. I'm so sorry. Maybe it's time for us to do this week's prank call. Oh, that's brilliant, that's brilliant. Who is we calling this week? Oh, I've got an absolute classic lined up for this week. We're going to ring up Cambridge University Press. Okay, it's ringing, it's ringing. Hello, Cambridge University Press. Hello, is that Cambridge University Press? Yes, it's uh, Cambridge University Press. Um, who's calling? Oh, hi there, Cambridge University Press. I was wondering whether you could help me with something. Help me? What do you need? Well, just to check, you are Cambridge University Press, correct? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was just wondering whether you could do my trousers. Right. Uh, I was just wondering whether you could do my trousers. I... I'm afraid I don't understand. What do you want? Well, you're Cambridge University Press, right? And I want you to press my trousers. <laughs> Can you do that for me? Listen, you little idiot. We are a serious company. We have a charter from Henry VIII. Do you understand that? Just don't call here again. Oh, and by the way, the joke isn't even funny. You're a twat. Goodbye. That was a good one, my oh, friend. That was brilliant. a good one. Oh. And do you remember when he was like, oh, wait, 
we're a serious company. We're a serious company. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, and then it was like, oh, oh, don't call here again. Oh, oh you're That twat. was classic. Oh. That was absolutely classic. Don't come here again. <laughs> classic. Maybe it's time to hear what's number four on the sonnet countdown. This week, we're reading Chapman's Homer by John Keats. John Keats! Take it away! On first looking into Chapman's Homer by John Keats. Much have I travelled in the realms of gold, and many goodly states and kingdoms seen. Round many western islands have I been, which bards in fealty to Apollo hold. Oft of one wide expanse have I been told that deep-browed Homer ruled as his demean. Yet did I never breathe its pure, serene, till I heard Chapman speak out loud and bold. Then I felt like some watcher of the skies when a new planet swims into his ken, or like stout Cortez when with eagle eyes he stared at the Pacific and all his men looked at each other with a wild surmise, silent upon a peak in Darien. You may be wondering, listeners, why we're not bombarding you with jingles, backing music and sound effects. Is it because we're going to treat you like adults? No! Because we've decided it's important you can hear what we're saying? No! Because we want to allow you time to prepare yourself sonically for the next item we're showcasing? No way! It's because it's interview time! Oh yeah! Whoop, whoop, whoop! You may wonder how we choose which sonnets make up this weekly chart. Well, lads and ladettes, wonder no longer. It's my delight to welcome Alistair Reed, our head sonnet controller. Hello, sir. Hi. How's it all going? Very well, thank you. Very well. Now, we've all in our time sat back and listened to CUR 1350's poetry section. You're the man in control. How exactly do you put this thing together? Well, as sonic controller, my principal job is to organise what we call our pentametric playlist. It's basically a tight list of 20 sonnets, which DJs can pick and choose from as they will. Everything you hear played on the air will have been chosen from that list. Everything? Yeah, it's quite strictly enforced across the station as a whole. Every week we hold a meeting of the sonnet squad, and we study everything that's out there. Have a look at some demo sonnets we've been getting sent by big publishing houses. Go to some gigs, see what sonnets are gathering momentum on the live circuit. And float around the Sonic section of MySpace, hoping to catch the next big thing, in order to give CUR 1350s listeners the content that they desire. Okay, that's very interesting. But how do you decide what's suitable for the station and what's not? Well, the key thing here is to bear in mind the station's remit. It's a commercial station looking to serve as many students as possible. Our principal aim is to supply something approachable and user-friendly. Therefore, no time for modernism, or postmodernism, or abstractism. People don't want to hear that. They want to hear something comforting and feel good. They want the established acts, the big household names. You know the ones I'm talking about. Shakespeare, Keats, Shelley, Spencer. Uh, wait, who? Spencer. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You've never heard of Spencer? Well, no. Right. Uh, that, that's that gone then. Uh, no more Spencer. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But what if he'd quite like to find out about Spencer? Oh, well, that's not our job. He's got to find that out for himself. I mean, what if we play it to him? He doesn't like it. He'd have switched off. Our listenership will have halved. If he's so desperate to find out about Spencer, he can do it in his own time. Then request it and we'll play it. Excellent. Well, that seems like a perfectly acceptable system to me. Now, moving on. Uh, hang on, hang on. 
I'm still not getting this. Matter, I really don't think this is the time to go asking a load of awkward questions. Now, wait a second. Let the boy speak. What do you mean? Okay, correct me if I is wrong, but this show is supposed to play the best new sonnets in Cambridge, right? Well, of course, yes. So you are 1350. We're number one for sonnets. And last year, at the Student Radio Awards, we picked up gongs for best couplet and best outside reading. So, yeah, we like to think we know our stuff. But you won't play something until it's been successful somewhere else. Well, no. We've, we're always focused on giving people what they want, and therefore we should focus on chart shows and requests. I mean, after all, how can they want something if they haven't heard it yet? So, actually, we isn't really a provider at all. We're sort of a sonnet jukebox. Well, what on earth's wrong with that? It's a radio, it's a communal experience. Anyway, it's not our job to broadcast the latest cutting-edge stuff. That's what the BBC's for. Oh, uh, and that's the British Ballad Corporation, yes? Yeah, the British Ballad Corporation. They get paid millions of pounds each year to break boundaries and push radio forward. We've got no money, so we have to keep it simple. I mean, after all, students don't want to come home from a hard days doing nothing and listen to some free-verse modernist drivel which doesn't rhyme. They want an honest, old-fashioned, iambic pentameter with Petrarchan rhyme scheme, preferably about either love or cricket. But surely people will have the poems they already love on their iTunes. There's loads of good stuff out there which which is traditional, but not popular. I'm sure this stuff we've been playing, you know, Keats, Shakespeare, that's what they're listening to in the clubs, not necessarily what they want from us. Like, why don't we try playing something a bit more out there, a bit bit crazier? What's the worst that can happen? I mean, I've got the perfect sonnet right here. Let's give it a spin. Whoa, hang on one second, Matter. Um, are you sure you've thought this through? Yeah, I'm well sure. Don't worry, I know what he's doing. So, this is a new entry on the chart, listeners. Coming in, brand new at number three. John Aspie's new single, I mean sonnet, What is Poetry? What is Poetry? By John Asprey. The medieval town with frieze of Boy Scouts from the Goya. The snow that came when we wanted it to snow. Beautiful images, trying to avoid ideas, as in this poem. But we go back to them as to a wife, leaving the mistress we desire. Now they will have to believe it, as we believed it. In school, all the thought got combed out. What was left was like a field. Shut your eyes, and you can feel it for miles around. Now open them on a thin, vertical path. It might give us, what, some flowers soon? Wow, well, I can honestly say I've never heard that before. What did you say it was, Matter? What is Poetry by John Asprey? It's good, wasn't it? Uh, kind of. I mean, it was a little bit strange, wasn't it? How was your meaning? Well, it didn't even rhyme. No, bruv. Look, I kind of like sonnets which rhyme. Yeah, but it's not supposed to. It's art, man. Like your name, it's art. You just can't enforce these rules onto it. Maybe. Alistair Reed, CUR1350's head sonic controller, is still with us. What do you think of that poem, sir? What did I think? What did I think? Oh, I'll tell you what I thought you guys was half-wit. I thought it stunk. Stunk bad. Stunk all the way to high heaven, in fact. What in blue blazes are you doing? Uh, what is you meaning? You thought that was good, didn't you? you Damn thought, right. You thought that was appropriate to CUR1350, a commercial station. That steaming mess of unrhymed, unmetered, postmodern psychopath. Why in the name of hell did you pick that? I don't know really. I just thought it was pretty damn good. And you know, a lot of listeners wouldn't have heard it before. But anything they've not heard before must be shit. Can't you see that? No, son. That's it for you. You'll never work in this town again. You hear me? 
See you after 1350s getting angry. Angry, I tell you. Well, he's gone. Messed that up, didn't you, Matter? You and your silly prog poets. Yeah, I am sorry to tell you this, but there's more bad news. Oh God, what? Well, it seems that while that piece was going out, our viewing figures just dropped 95%. Jesus Christ, it's a disaster. But who's listening? Only one guy, and he's from Girton. Oh, holy crap, we have to win the ratings back. Um, quick, put on something traditional matter. Uh, what's number two on the countdown? It's Ozymandias by Percy Shelley. Oh, for God's sake, just play it. Ozymandias of Egypt by Percy Bush Shelley. I met a traveller from an antique land who said, Two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Near them, on the sand, half sunk, a shattered visage lies, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command tell that its sculptor well those passions read, which yet survive, stamped on these lifeless things, the hand that mocked them and the heart that fed. And on the pedestal these words appear, my name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. Nothing beside remains. Round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sand stretch far away. See you after well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all Sonnet devotees gathered across Cambridge, it's the moment that we've been waiting for. The number one sonnet in Cambridge this week as voted for by you, the listener. Except we actually picked ourselves, except we're saying it's voted for by you. It's like Bill Peter. So, Matter, can we have a drum roll, please? Oh, do I have to, bro? Yes, Matter, you do. Drum roll. Fine. Sonnet number 18 by William Shakespeare, also known as Shall I Compare Thee to a Summer's Day. And the creator of this absolutely fantastic track joins us now on the line from his recording studio in Stratford-upon-Avon. William Shakespeare, can you hear me? Oh yeah, hello Cambridge! Ah, listen to that people, sounds like the big guy's already broken out the champagne. How does it feel to be on CUR 1350, William? Oh yeah, it's great. I'm absolutely buzzing, Art. Absolutely buzzing. Glad to hear it, glad to hear it. Is there anyone you'd like to say hello to, William? Oh yeah, there was someone. Oh, alas, alas, who was it? Oh yeah, uh, I'd love to give a shout out to the Kingsmen. Couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, my wife, who's currently listening from my second best bed. Uh, and I'd like to send out my love to Dark Lady. Woo, yeah, love you, baby. Oh, great, great. And how's it feel to be number one, buddy? Oh, it's brilliant, yeah. I'm on top of the world. And what's best about this award, you know, it wasn't decided by the industry or the literati. It was decided by the fans, you know, the people in the coffee houses. And that means the world to me. So thanks a lot, you guys. And I want to dedicate it to all of you. Great, Will. And do you have any plans for the future? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a 12-night residency at the Globe next month. And when I'm done with that, I'll be back in the studio looking to record some more sonics, you know, carrying on doing what I do best. Oh, brilliant. And what can we expect from this new material? Oh, something a bit more out there, you know, a bit more experimental. I'm thinking of maybe leaving iambic pentameter behind for a bit, you know, try some trapeic tetrameter. Can I give you some advice, Will? Yeah? Stick to what you know, mate. No one likes to show off. 
So, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The top sonnet on our countdown. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Sonnet 18 by William Shakespeare. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and the summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometimes too hot the eye of heaven shines, and often is his gold complexion dimmed, and every fair from fair sometime declines. By chance, or nature's changing course untrimmed, but thy eternal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of that fair thou owest, nor shall death brag thou wanderest in his shade, when in eternal lines to time thou grownest. So long as men can breathe or eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. What a great track that is, voted for by you. I'm delighted it's number one. I'm sad to say, people, that we're reaching the end of the show. Have you enjoyed it, Matter? Yeah, it's been okay, I guess. There was one thing, Yes, though. a great show, a great show. So thanks to all of you for listening, and... Um, no, wait a minute, oh, I've got something to say. Well, hurry up, we have to end in a minute. Well, it's just, you know... Did you ever wonder exactly what we is doing here? How do you mean? Well, all these sonnets we've been playing are works of art, yeah? Well, of course. Well, they're proper works of art that someone's really worked on. And we just sit here counting through them, ticking them off one by one, using an excuse to make our stupid jokes, do our prank calls and make our stupid sound effects. I mean, please, can we not just take a second to talk about the poems themselves? If we carry on treating them as we do, they'll just become meaningless. Now, hang on just one second. This show is the voice of the people. We're taking part in a democratic artistic process, showing the students of Cambridge what they think highlighting the most popular texts for the edification of the masses, helping to spread the word about what's hot and new on the university scene. But do you believe that? Do you really think that's the show we're putting out? Because I don't. I think we just, I mean, we just... Perhaps this is the reason that nobody respects the charts anymore. The reason they cancelled Top of the Pops, or the reason that Varsity gets 10,000 readers a week, more listeners than we get in a term. Our shows don't respect the art they're supposed to showcase, and you can't tell me it's not working, because it's not. Commercial sonnet stations are dying all over the country. Have you never wondered why they- What the hell was that, Art? What the hell was that? Wait a minute, I is not finished. Have you never wondered why the- I'm sorry, Matter, but I can't let you do that. What the hell, man? You're in danger of spoiling the whole operation. No, goddammit, no! I will not stand here and be made into some kind of a- no, they have to know, goddammit! They have to know! The students of Cambridge have to know Good all about that! Why, Matter? I'm sorry it had to end this way. It was fun working with you. <laughs> what do you mean, goodbye? Oh my god, what are you doing? Put that away, man, don't point it! <laughs> Thank you for bearing with us through those technical difficulties, listeners. Next week, I'm going to have no choice but to present the art of the matter all by myself. Expect more iambic pentameter, rich masculine rhyme, and simple romantic themes. We do our best to keep it clean and play nothing written after 1918. Toodles! <laughs>
Don't forget to tune in next week, where, in our wild quest for ratings, we'll be broadcasting a sports programme. Do remember to download.